Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. Today would have been the day Title 42 was rolled back had a federal judge not issued a preliminary injunction keeping it in place. The Justice Department under President Biden says they will be appealing the ruling. Meantime, Republicans say that this is the last line of defense at the moment for anything that remotely resembles border security. One of them is Congressman Chip Roy of Texas. We're happy to have him on. Congressman Chip Roy, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure as always. Congressman, today would have been the expiration of Title 42 had a federal judge not gotten involved uh, to, to block the termination. How long do you expect this to last? And uh, is this a fundamental solution from your perspective to solving the border? Well, first of all, the, the thing that the American people need to understand is regardless of Title 42, the border is wide open and disastrous, right? We have 8,000 people a day coming across the border. Think about that, that, that we know of, right? The, those are the ones being apprehended. Then we have another 2,000 a day who are basically known gotaways. That is an enormous number of people. We've had 1,300 pounds of fentanyl that were uh, uh, apprehended or seized uh, in, in April, which is enough to kill well more than the population of Texas and, frankly, a, a whole lot of Americans. So this is the state of our border, even with Title 42 being enforced. Now, Title 42 is essentially a Band-Aid. It was a recognition that during the pandemic, we shouldn't be allowing people to just come in uh, in mass numbers uh, and be able to have some level of enforcement that empowers DHS to turn away at the border rather than going through the full asylum process. But what the reality is, is if they get rid of Title 42, then there are just no barriers whatsoever. Then the numbers flood the zone and then we do nothing but process people and release them. That's the problem. But I'm glad to see a judge hold the line and try to enforce the law and require the Biden administration to go through all of the normal procedures, which they didn't do. But again, that's a temporary hold. We have to do more. Congress should act to mandate that we're turning people away at the border. And I've introduced legislation to require DHS to turn people away at the border if they cannot certify that we are detaining everybody that comes across for the full time of their adjudication until they reach a final adjudication of any asylum claim. Because the last point is, we all know the vast majority of the asylum claims are not based in credible fear of persecution, which our law requires, but rather most people are coming here seeking jobs and opportunity, which I say to them, God bless them. But I say to DHS and Secretary Mayorkas, you're not enforcing the law and you're causing Americans and migrants to be endangered because of it. Congressman, we're now getting reports that Biden's DOJ will appeal this ruling. Uh, what do you make of that? And does that at the very least signal that the Biden administration is acknowledging that we've entered into the endemic phase of the pandemic? Well, they're challenging it because they want to make sure that they can allow anybody into the United States, uh, regardless of consequence, right? They, they don't want to have Title 42 enforcement. Uh, that's clear from Secretary Mayorkas. That's clear from this AG. I mean, look, the attorney general just issued a ruling that basically said you can continue to claim asylum even if you come in having knowingly uh, committed. We know that you committed a violent crime. You can still come in and claim asylum because of, quote, your mental state. That's the kind of stuff that this administration is doing to the American people. They're making a mockery of our immigration laws. Um, I don't know what it says about the pandemic, uh, what it says about COVID. Uh, because, frankly, it's not about COVID to them. 
For them, it's all about what can we do to minimize the uh, enforcement at the border and continue to flood the zone and overwhelm Border Patrol and then have large numbers of people coming to the United States. Congressman, Biden, uh, President Biden indicated that he's done working with uh, Republicans. I guess, first of all, was there ever an attempt to reach across the aisle? And what do you think are the politics behind his statement? <laughs> well, I'm not sure what the president means by work with Republicans. Um, listen, this is really a partisan issue, to be clear. Uh, but he's not working with anybody. All right, we've had a discharge petition on the floor of the House of Representatives to require that Title 42 be enforced for over a year. Not one Democrat has signed that discharge petition. Not one. So there is no par uh, bipartisanship currently in the Washington, D.C. decision-making process for doing what we're supposed to do to enforce the laws of the United States. It doesn't exist. The current administration is purposely ignoring the laws of the United States, failing to faithfully execute the laws of the United States. The secretary knows it. The secretary is doing it on purpose. And the secretary, therefore, should be impeached for failing to do his job and failing to adhere to his oath to defend the Constitution and the laws of the United States. The president is uh, perfectly uh, fine allowing the secretary to do that. And frankly, the president is just as guilty as the secretary in terms of what he's allowing to happen. So you know, listening to the president say something about he's done working with Republicans. Well, I mean, to that I say, uh, you know, Mr. President, you know, you actually have to come down and, and believe in the Constitution and the rule of law to, to want to work with us because I'm not going to play half games with the president. Congressman Chip Roy, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. The state of Virginia has become a focal point in American politics with regard to cultural issues, specifically when it comes to children in schools teaching things like critical race theory or sexually explicit content to minors under the pretext of normal gender studies. Tommy Altman is running for Congress in Virginia's second district, and he recently filed a lawsuit over a sexually explicit book that made its way through some Virginia public schools. Tommy Altman is here with us to discuss. Tommy Altman, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. Thank you for having me. Tommy, you're suing a local Barnes & Noble chain over a book they're selling called Gender Queer. Uh, we've also seen this book in the Fairfax County Public School Systems. Uh, tell us why you're suing them. So I'm suing the publisher and the authors uh, because it's obscene. And so uh, with that comes a restraining order against the local Barnes & Noble not to distribute. And the reason we're doing it is because I believe that parents have a right to give parental consent if their child is going to view sexually explicit material. And it really is that simple. I'm actually shocked that this becomes such a controversial issue. Uh, not that long ago, none of this stuff would have ever been in schools, uh, much less in any kind of public uh, place for children to buy without any kind of access or any kind of restrictions uh, due to their parents. So it's, it's very it's fascinating where we're at. It's very shocking and disturbing. And quite honestly, I think that most uh, parents, uh, quite honestly, most Americans agree that this kind of material should not be available to our students. Now, Tommy, you're running for Congress in, uh, in Virginia. Uh, outside of critical race theory in schools, um, that's been a hot-button issue in the state of Virginia, uh, what are you hearing from everyday Virginians that you think uh, will be the issues driving their decision as to who, who to vote for in the fall? Yeah, absolutely. Critical race theory is, is a very divisive uh, subject. I mean, the, the idea of it in and of itself is, uh, I believe it strips people away the natural identities that we have and takes away the American dream. But also, one of the things that is an issue right now is this uh, this trans agenda that is being pushed onto our students. I believe that uh, most parents 
are very disturbed by what they're seeing. And especially you're finding it now in all of the curriculum. Well, not all of it, but some of the curriculum that you're seeing. And these books are a perfect example of it. These are just two, two of probably over 25 books that are in the public education system, education system here in Virginia. And it's very disturbing. Uh, most news agencies actually won't even show the images or read the, uh, the actual words aloud because it violates law. So it's a huge problem that this is in our public schools that's available to minors without any kind of parental consent. And that's all we're asking for. You know, people talk about we're violating First Amendment rights. We're not violating First Amendment rights. Nowhere in the First Amendment does it guarantee you the right to distribute pornography to minors. All we're simply asking for is re restoration of parental rights so that parents have to give parental consent if their child is going to view sexually explicit material. I believe that this is a, a very reasonable request. And a judge agrees with us that this material is in fact obscene and children should not have unrestricted access to it. And so I will always fight for parental rights. I will always fight to protect our family unit. I believe it's very important for us. I believe as a nation, we have to get back to the fundamentals that has made us great. And namely that's faith, family, and freedom. It is that simple. Those three Fs, I really believe they are the building blocks for a successful society and a strong nation. Tommy, a, a poll was just conducted by YouGov, uh, and it says that nearly 70% of Republicans want to see uh, President Biden impeached. Uh, would you be in favor of impeaching the president? And if so, uh, on what grounds? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, other than incompetence, I think that most Americans feel that he's not quite there. Uh, but if you look at the southern border, I mean, he has, he has absolutely failed at his duty as a president to secure our borders. We have to have a, a border if we're going to be a sovereign nation. And I believe that's a reasonable request. I think the most Americans actually agree with it. What we're seeing down there is not a political issue. It's a moral issue. The, the human trafficking that's happening down there, enough fentanyl has crossed the southern border to kill every man, woman, child in America multiple times over. And this administration's solution is to hand out cell phones so they can keep track of them. That's absurd. We have law and order for a reason. We want our laws and we want them followed so that we look, it's not an anti-immigration statement to say that we want those laws followed. All we're simply saying is all the laws are in place. We welcome people to come into our nation legally, but we cannot have this. This administration has flouted the law and used our military many times to fly these illegal people all over the United States. A hundred thousand of them are right here in the United or right here in Virginia. It's a huge issue. Every state now is a border state because of this administration and how they're handling it. And they just act like it's no big deal. Biden's never even been down there. He has no idea. He's more concerned about going and chasing whatever ice cream he wants now and, and bumbling on top of on, on national television. It's, it's disgusting. You know, I think that Americans want a strong leader. They want people in there who understand the value of the family unit and will fight for us. That's all I'm trying to do. Tommy Altman, thank you. Thank you, sir. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.